I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Peter wrote his first epistle to encourage believers, to exhort them to live without bitterness, knowing they were victorious in Christ. He admonished them to live with joyful confidence in the triune God, to bless the Lord at all times, and to exalt His name through seasons of abundance as well as seasons of lack, in times of great comfort as well as while suffering for the sake of King Jesus. Hear now from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6-9. through 9. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now, for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials so that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. In this epistle, the Apostle Peter wrote to believers who had been scattered throughout Asia Minor, and they had been scattered due to persecution. It may have been more local in nature or possibly very broad under Nero. But whatever the situation, Peter reminds those chosen of God the Father, those being sanctified by God the Holy Spirit, and walking in obedience to God the Son. To all those who had been sprinkled with the blood of Jesus Christ, he reminded them that they were recipients of God's grace and peace. And he wrote to encourage these persecuted believers and to remind them what they had received by the grace of God, who they were and what they had by his grace, and what awaited them in the future. Omnipotent love had provided their needs, and it would protect them in times of need. Of this, Peter says, there was complete certainty. Certainty because of God's mercy and power, because of his covenant love. And it was demonstrated through their trials and sufferings. During these trials and sufferings, God's people were and are to greatly rejoice. We are to have unchanging joy. We're to shout with a joy that cannot be contained or even expressed adequately. Because such things, even trials and sufferings, are but for a little while and will result in praise, glory, and honor when King Jesus comes again. Any and all trials and suffering we endure are to prove our faith as we walk by faith rather than by sight. And the outcome is the salvation of our souls. As Calvin said, the loss of all other things is to be deemed as nothing, provided 
our souls be saved. At the end of this epistle, we read these words. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. (laughs) 